0: Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. I'm Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. I am currently in the midst of going through the flood prophecies that the Lord gave me all the way from 2019, quite a few words, discussing a different take on what God did in the beginning of time when the increase of sin grew too much until God finally decided that he was going to wipe away sinful people, he was going to wipe, wipe away their sin, sinful science experiments that they were doing with giants and modifying the human DNA and creating beasts and all these things that the fallen taught man to do and that were the brainchild of Satan the cast out fallen angel himself. And so the Lord used a flood in those days to completely cleanse the earth, to purge it of wickedness. And the Lord is on record as saying that it repented him that he had made man. This is basically poetic language for God to say, I hate that I created human beings. I hate that I ever made them. And I hate the fact that of all the different ways I could have made them, they are created in my image. And yet They act and look nothing like me. All their countenances are distorted and disfigured by sin. They all go after the evil one. And so God told Noah to build a boat and told him and his family to enter into the boat along with animals that God desired to preserve. And God was okay to press the delete button, his own great reset so many thousands of years ago and completely wipe the earth of all life. And now God was speaking in June of 2019 about the different woes that would come to the earth. And I received quite a few prophecies on floods. This one is called Floods, Woe to the Cities, Part 1. And this word went up on June 24 when I had time, but I see now that the one I made before is june 23 and i receive all these visions when church was going on in 2019 and the banner scripture is this there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity the sea and the waves roaring luke 21 and 25. and when you hear that something is coming we know what distress means But when you hear it's coming with perplexity, it means that the distress that is coming is going to be at a level that people can't make sense of it. People can't process what's happening. People are going to be shell-shocked. People are going to be stunned by what the TV is telling them. People are going to be shell-shocked by um, the death toll. Even the people who usually give the approximation of the death toll are not even going to be sure of what they're saying. They're just going to be winging it. They're just going to be guessing it. With perplexity means that a distress will happen to a level where you basically can't process it for a very long time. Here are the Lord's exact words. My child, I will flood these cities, all the cities. I will wash them away and carry them to their own end They have defied me. They are conclaves of brokenness, falling into ruin upon themselves. Nothing is in them but wickedness. These buildings shelter nothing but hateful practices hidden from the naked eye, each one contained in the false privacy of an apartment or condo. But I see through those walls like glass. I watch them defile themselves and do what I hate. They refuse to recognize me as God. Judgment is already striking the cities, but it will get worse. One strike after another, like birth and labor pains. Soon, men will be overwhelmed by natural disasters unfolding with breathtaking speed and regularity. The seas and waves roaring. Recite to them my holy scripture, for the scripture cannot be broken. Inasmuch as they refused to hallow me and acknowledge me as God, therefore I gave them over to the vile passions and uncleanness of their own hearts, that they would be utterly corrupted by it and give me an opportunity to destroy them. And so you can hear the Lord's word that He says He will flood the cities because cities are defiled and they have become conclaves of wickedness, which means just basically little hotbeds of sin hiding behind technology. And that would have been in the old days that they would be conclaves where perhaps the sin was not known. But now that technology has come, people are very blatant in their sin. People are live streaming their sin. I said to parents that you do not know if you are the parent of a child that is selling his or her body on this porn platform, OnlyFans, using the Wi-Fi and the cell phone and tablet that you bought them to sell what is precious and cannot be bought. They're selling it for cash on a platform that the Lord has revealed is linked to the government, live streaming themselves to thousands and thousands of strangers for money in your home, behind your back, because every single person on OnlyFans is somebody's mother, somebody's father, somebody's brother, sister, son, or daughter. So the technology is bringing out the sin. More and more apps are being created for pleasure, for having affairs, for finding casual sex, for trawling through the streets, looking for whatever pleasure that you want Alcohol, drugs. You can hit somebody up on Instagram for mushrooms or tabs or this or that. Accessibility has brought cities down to their lowest point, and God is saying that not only will judgments come to the cities, but floods will come. And those judgments and floods and natural disasters will be striking these cities one after another because he says they will start to come with distressing regularity. So it's one flood after another, and then another this, and then another that, until it seems like a city or a nation cannot get a break. Multiple cities, perhaps, in a nation hit at once, like God says will be happening here. And he says that the reason for this is because people refuse to hallow him. To hallow means to understand to recognize and to accept that something is holy and above the rest. So then you don't attempt to mix it with the rest. You understand that it is different. It ought to have its own special and holy separate place in our lives. God is supposed to come first. So here's the scripture from Romans chapter one. Although they knew he was God, they did not glorify him as God, and they were not thankful to him but they became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Romans 1:32. In that same Romans chapter one, which I often refer to, it says, therefore God gave them up to uncleanness, to the lusts of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged what was true about him for a lie. They refused to accept the godly order that a man and his one wife should be together. They wanted to practice polygamy, polyamory, and then say, if Abraham did it, why can't I? As if Abraham was God's original order, or we didn't see Adam and Eve together alone in that garden, in covenant, that God put them together, a man and his helpmeet, and said that when the man sees his helpmeet, he will leave his father and mother, and cleave to that helpmeet becoming a brand new unit that god then told them go take dominion of the earth multiply the earth and subdue it these are the empty arguments that people come up with because people love sin people truly love sin and they really think that they can sell by using logic the idea that they don't love sin, they're just trying to engage in academic arguments to see, well, but what about this and what about that? And they don't know to what extent they they show their darkened hearts, the darkened hearts that God says, because they would not glorify him by keeping his order and by acknowledging that he was God. He allowed them to become futile in their thoughts. The word futility means to do something that has absolutely no point. That is a surprising and a staggering waste of energy and time. And yet so many people do that when they come here. They will speak about completely unrelated matters to the video that God has sent to get their feet on the right path. And you have to wonder why do they do it? It's the petty spirit inside that needs to be heard so people can notice I'm here too. I came to contribute, except that there's no value and there's no sense. Many people are living in futility of the mind. And God has warned that this is the punishment for pride. God will never allow a humble person to become futile in their thoughts. But one who is full of self becomes darkened in their understanding. And so... Um, I continue with the things that the Lord said, he said, I will remove them from my sight with water. The water of the earth will rise in response to my anger and displeasure at the sinful activity and the undercover wickedness of man while he lives on this home that I made for him. That's earth. I give you something and you defile it. How then should I respond? Is this my reward? Therefore, the time is come and the hour is here. I will separate the sheep from the goats imminently. That means just now, very soon. I will separate those the wheat and the chaff. I will gather the sheep under my saving arms of grace, but goats and all who serve them, I will wash away on floods of high tide that are now to be released upon the earth. And so, God is saying that in the cities, people are defiling themselves and doing what he hates. They're taking their sinful practices, um, sometimes in the streets, sometimes live online, and sometimes in their homes. But God says he's going to wash all that away with water. So when floods come, obviously, I guess the grid may not go down in the whole nation, but I doubt that people will be hanging out on social media. I have seen some footage of floods. I have seen people in Asia who it got dark and they had to have dinner. I have never seen this in my life. A man sitting with his family and having dinner this deep in water. It's just that the table was higher and they had food on the table. Can you imagine the discomfort of sitting in that water? Your entire home is flooded. There is nothing you can do. Rescue services are definitely not reaching your area for that night. You are hungry. So whatever food you guys have that wasn't ruined... It's sitting on top of the table and he was seated in chest deep water, him and his family having that food. God says that he has anger and displeasure because of the rise of sin and the undercover wickedness of man and that man has defiled this earth so that now the time has come to separate sheep from goats, to separate wheat and chaff, to save the sheep, to show them grace and to wash away all goats on high tide catastrophic flooding is coming to the nations especially cities please listen flooding catastrophic flooding is coming to the nations especially cities that once carried my name but are now centers of wickedness and iniquity this is in no way an american word so if you're out there in certain places in europe that used to be vaunted centers of Christianity, the bright flames of those early evangelists went out from you, and now all the churches are being renovated into vegan spas and nightclubs. God is talking about you. If you're African countries, you had strong backbone in Christianity, and now you're sitting there and following men in dresses on social media, God is definitely talking to you and saying that floods will come. Definitely this word fits the United States of America. It fits Canada. It fits a lot of countries in South America. And so everyone should be listening very keenly, including places in Asia. But this particular part is to the places that carried God's name, but have now turned into a den of iniquity. He says the world will not be destroyed with a flood, for I set my bowls in the the clouds as a sign that I would never again destroy the whole earth with water. This I said, and this I will keep as an everlasting covenant, but I will flood out. I will wash away completely all sin from before my eyes. I will rinse it out by stirring up the seas, rivers, oceans, lakes, and the hail and the rain from heaven against earth. I will send hurricanes and typhoons and even something new, sea tornadoes, to wash out the stench and filth from this earth. Like a filthy garment, I will rinse her out. I will rinse my garments of sin and human wickedness in order to set myself back to the earth in the end of times, which is now. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where then is a house you could build for me? And where is a place where I can rest? And the Lord is here referring to the times that he will come back and be with us, but he's not coming back to stand his perfect feet, to put those feet back on this filthy and compromised earth. He's coming back. When there is a new heaven and a new earth that he will make and then he will reign in peace with his people for the thousand years before all the other stuff starts happening. And so what I saw is something that I haven't seen before. It happens in the ocean, a phenomenon of incredible power, a funnel of water just spun up. So, you know, in the desert, how you certainly you suddenly have those dust clouds that just come up out of the sea, a tornado rose made up of water, very wide at the base, like this, and then like this, and then wide at the top. And then it would come along the surface of the ocean, driven by winds, or maybe driven by the movement of waves. So this spinning tornado thing would race across the top of the sea. And then when it came to the to the shoreline, it did this like a slinky, so it moved like this and landed on the land, throwing a huge amount of water inland, causing loss of life, property damage. It also came with winds that were strong enough to knock down trees and things like that, but it did not come out of the sea because it was getting its strength from the water. And so I saw that it would rose rose up far out to sea, and it would spin the ocean furiously before dying down again, it would be, some of them don't come on land. so I was thinking that this has a negative effect on sea lives and other animals in the ecosystem that we rely on um, when we fish. And the Lord says, I'm setting a wind against the seas to stir them to perdition. I'm stirring up the seas, the oceans, the lakes and the rivers as a weapon of perdition. Therefore prepare yourselves for the onset of the water disasters. My servant has warned now I the Lord shall commence continue and perform all that I have said and so perdition is when you reach that point of sin perdition is a particular type of destruction that comes to a heart that wants to keep sinning there is there's a lot of deception in the modern day church I constantly speak about it here, and so I'm not going to go into it at length. And people constantly think that there's no cutoff point for sin. So no one is too far gone. No one can commit too much sin. There's no such thing as a final desecration that deserves an answer from the Father. No, no. Everyone is savable. Everyone deserves constant prayers. It doesn't matter that certain people present themselves as greatly hardened in iniquity The Bible has endless passages that deal with what happened to people like Nebuchadnezzar and Pharaoh and King Ahab who were hardened in iniquity. But because the Bible is not taught by people who are skilled to teach it, the church has grown up on lies and has greatly come up with its own philosophies. Now, no one is too far gone. If you speak against those that God actually has judged and sent you to speak against, people tell you, why don't you pray for them? Because people have no idea what prayer is actually for. Why is that? Because they are lost in futile minds. Minds where the Holy Spirit has actually switched off the light. They live in darkness. They walk in darkness. So their only speech carries darkness and futility they are people who will pointlessly pray for things that god has cast off and then they will count themselves as extremely empathetic and kind christians who care about others that's why i'm praying for so and so god says that so and so is a known human trafficker he's going to drop that person like a tree that is cut down but then people are saying i'm sure you don't know god's full heart and we should continue to pray this is futility True Christians, it is very easy for you to be able to spot who you're wasting your time with, but many of you want to continue in futile compassion. And so even you too are captured to the pointless doctrines that come from darkened minds. Perdition is where you get to, where you are hardened in iniquity. And your heart literally will always choose the path of sin. If God gave you a 100 extra days, 15 more years like Hezekiah, you will continue to say sin for 300 days. I choose door number three, sin. And so there's no hope for such people. Punishment is what comes to people who are in perdition. And this is what God is saying, that he will weaponize seas, ocean lakes, rivers, even calling the rain of heaven to use as a weapon against those who are in perdition. And so there will come a steep rise in the types and intensity of water disasters around the world. Catastrophic flooding that damages property, that causes excessive loss of life, will increase against the cities of the world as God now begins to strongly judge sin especially hidden sin. The water of earth will be turned into a weapon that will strike and batter nations until they break under the pressure and begin to cry out for forgiveness. So this is the word of the Lord, the seas and the waves roaring. Thank you for being with me. I am Celestial and this is the Master's voice. I pray for each and every person who finds this ministry. If you are led into the understanding of the things that the Lord has given me to handle here, very weighty matters that will affect all of humankind. You do not have to be saved to use this channel. You do not have to be born again to benefit from it, but you do have to come to the understanding that at some point you cannot remain a God unto yourself. You cannot remain a God unto your past. You cannot remain a God unto your father's gods or your father's religion. If Abraham was able to separate from his father's gods and Gideon to do the same, then you must know that every Christian has to come. Every human being has to come to a place where they will make a final decision about who Jesus Christ is. If he is Lord, your soul will become his saved and he will instruct you in the ways of salvation. If he is not Lord, then you and whatever else you believe in will have to continue your way through the end times. And I can promise you there is no other God who saves, but Christ Jesus alone. Thank you to those who support me. Thank you to those who are a blessing to this ministry. I pray for you and I pray that the Lord will greatly re- restore and return your seed back to you in multiples. I am celestial. This is the master's voice. Until I see you again, goodbye.